0: friends, and welcome back to the luxury of self-care. Whether you're on the go or lounging with a glass of wine, this is the perfect podcast to dive into. From relatable topics to all people and things who inspire and empower me on a daily basis, I'm Anastasia, your host. And today's episode is entitled, Levitate Above the Bullshit. So, today is such an interesting episode, and I'm so thrilled to have our guest on today, and we're going to be hopping into that, but I'm moving. I wanted to share that with you guys. I think that's been kind of in the works in some of the episodes. I feel I've hinted at it or flat out said it, but I am. I'm moving out of New York City, so there is a lot going on. I'm living in boxes right now as opposed to living in luxury, but... I have some neighbors above me right now who have over a niece of theirs, so there's some extra echoes in the room and the sound today as well that I'm quite aware of, and I'm learning how to be less reactionary and, and letting go and checking in with myself and not e- exploding on someone, which I think we all we all can attest to. We've all been there, but we also all don't like going there. I, I hope you don't like going there. I definitely am always trying to improve that, so... Last week, I got on the phone with my girlfriend, Teresa, and I'm so thrilled for you to dive into this episode today. What a trip it was. There's so much going on in the world right now. Life has thrown us some serious lemons, people, right? So so how do we find the Finer Things Club? That's what we were talking about when we were chatting, and you'll hear in the episode. Uh, Finding the finer things in life and being a part of the Finer Things Club. And Teresa is here to help us today to dissect and break down for ways to us to become less reactionary and a little more in tune with ourselves. Letting go of our ego and attachments and learning to trust the universe and that it has your back. Teresa and I have known each other since we were eight years old. We grew up on the stage together as performers. She later graduated with a Bachelor of Arts in Vocal Performance from Millersville University and has worked as an actor almost nonstop ever since. Teresa is now finalizing her certification to become a facilitator of the paradox process which is a therapeutic modality that uses emotional technology and aids clients in managing challenging emotions, situations, and life events through a short and succinct meditative exercise to reprogram your mindset and heal your soul. Tune in to this whole episode because we actually are going to go through an exercise at the end and I don't want you to miss out on that. So Teresa, welcome to the show.
1: Woo, I'm thrilled. This is very exciting. Thank you for having me.
0: Yes, we were just chatting about how this is Teresa's first experience on the <laughs> My podcast.
1: First podcast. Thanks, COVID. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Seriously.
0: So, Teresa and I originally met when I had just turned eight. I remember that. I turned Baby, eight that babies. summer. We were yeah. kiddos and we played sisters in a show called Gypsy. Mm-hmm. which I literally want to play every single role in that show, at least all the, all the females at some point all in All the life. females,
1: some boys. I've now in my adult life been the front of the cow, so I guess the back of the cow has to happen at some point. It'd be great to skip the cow. Sure. I would love to play Gypsy Rosalie at oh, some gosh, point. Oh, gosh, yeah. That's, yeah, Dainty June is so great too. I want to, yeah, I'd yeah, love to right. play
0: Dainty. Yeah, and then I want to play Mama Rose. Like, please. Mama Rose. Got to. Everybody's got to do
1: Mama Rose. Yes. Even if it's a karaoke.
0: Oh yeah. my gosh, for sure. So then, beautifully enough, we got a chance to do a show again. I got like a random phone call and was asked to join a production very last minute of Anything Goes. Yeah, which, you
1: were. You did add on right at the end. Yeah, didn't you? it was yeah. like
0: right at the end, and I had done my. I had done the Memphis tour with the same company yes. with their touring side, and hadn't really done a production for them on their stage in our hometown. So it was it was one of my last non-equity jobs. So it was great to be able to do that. But I jumped in and got to see Teresa and understudy her too, which was really fun. Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah,
0: I love that show. I love that role We got too. to wear
1: 4th of July clothes all over again. Just any show that you and I ever do together, will just have to be very patriotic. <laughs> all of it has to <laughs> just be. Just red, white, and blue always. Like 1776,
0: yeah. all women. <laughs>
1: female
0: cast oh my <laughs> that's gosh like
1: not a bad idea though oh yeah no, i would see that yeah I Zodan, would see that. John. John.
0: yeah yes. that's a good one we'll have to like take everything up like an octave yeah
1: and man a man and drag to do he played the violin oh yeah.
0: gosh yes that's good yeah
1: <laughs> i like this a gender bender
0: for good. sure for sure but um, Teresa had reached out to me, as as we all are doing during COVID, and I was so happy she did to talk about something brand new that she's working on. So if we want to dive into that and tell me all about your journey and where you found yes. yourself beginning this.
1: <laughs> where did we find ourselves in <laughs> March? I don't all of know us. What... Yeah. It feels like that was 10 years ago, but... Um, About a year and a half ago, I was going through like a really dark time in my life and I found Thomas Jones of the Paradox Process and he is based out of New York. All of Broadway's greats go to Thomas for their therapy. Love it. Sutton Foster sees Thomas. Um, (laughs) Sierra Bodges sees Thomas. Um, Gavin Creel sees Thomas. Everybody sees Thomas. Um, And that's my sister ghost him and she recommended him. I've suffered with anxiety and panic attacks my whole life. I actually got my first one when I was blowing out the candles on my birthday cake when I was 10 which is very young to yeah. have your first panic attack and think yeah. you're dying. It's really heavy stuff for a little kid right. who is like a very happy child with like a perfect Right. You were. You know. were
0: a very happy child. Yeah.
1: <laughs> There's no reason. It, it is hereditary. My mom had him. My pop-up had him. So I got mine and um, I had been through a lot of things therapeutic modalities through my life. I never took any prescriptions. Not, you know, some people definitely need that. I've always kind of, even as a kid, been very holistic and wanted to handle things just with mental health, with supplements and healthy living and healthy eating and doing, you know, mental health self-care. So my sister was like, Thomas Jones is, the person you need to see for what you're going through right now and so I went and had my first session with Thomas and from the beginning of that hour to the end I felt like two different people Mm. I felt in the beginning like a shadow of my former self just so beaten down so depressed just living in fear um everything was falling apart to when I left what was it was a Zoom call actually or a Skype call when I was done felt like my 12 year old self just like very like carefree like could take on the world totally powerful Owning my power, light on my feet, you know, detached. Every it was insane, and I was like, "Wow, <laughs> I'm a convert." So I'm a convert. <laughs> um, yeah. So basically, like everyone in our family now sees Thomas. <laughs> oh, good. Hey, why not? And he has other facilitators as well in the office who teach this process called the Paradox Process. You can visit it at paradoxprocess.org, and he also leads Monday night classes as well. And I, I'm always posting about Monday night class cause it's pay what you can mm-hmm. and you learn all these tools that, you know, most of us pay like $200 for a therapy session for, you know, right, like, right. I'm like, please come and learn this stuff for free to help yourself yes. feel better. So I said to Thomas in, it was, it was the, the beginning of COVID, you know, we were, Craig and I had begun quarantining in Florida and We were, like, thrilled to be down there because that's where we want to end up because we just love warm tropical life. Yeah. And we kind of want to try the Disney scene and maybe do one of their shows. We were down there, and we were, like, getting good feedback from these callbacks from Disney and stuff, and then everything went on hold in the middle of Mm. March. And we were like, okay. So we were like, well, it's fine. We were able to get unemployment. We were making more on unemployment than we do when we are busting our asses, which is so backwards. But... We were like, this is like our only paid vacation we'll probably ever have in our life. So let's just like do things that we've been wanting to do and check off. So we had a long list. Thomas always has people do this. Three months, six months, nine months, a year, two years, five years. Like, what do you want it to look like? So we really hunkered down and started working on that. And on a whim, I said to Thomas, like, what do I have to do to be able to teach other people this process because I believe in it and because you started leading these Monday night classes and I see so many people on social media in crisis right now and I want to help them like all of my artistic friends all of my theater friends who are freaking out and just taking, giving their power away left and right, and taking all the weight of the world on their shoulders, and engaging with people in a violent way on social media, and it doesn't help anything. Nobody's changing anyone's mind. Nobody's, you know, everyone's just looking for a fight because they really don't want to deal with themselves. It's like you see people going out and like, rioting I
0: love you for saying that though no no no. sorry I have to pause there for five seconds I love you for saying that I was just like that was all that I was talking about in the episode with Zachary James and I just said it's all about crisis mode and it's so much and it starts with y-o-u which is a whole reason yep. why we started I wanted to start the podcast because I'm still constantly learning yeah. how to develop and how to be a better character how to be better with myself yeah. mentally physically stimulating others but yes it starts with you and it's just like you need to focus inward and not troll the hate oh
1: my god it's bananas now i believe in fighting for a cause but you see people like people were on the steps of the capitol yesterday demanding they lift everything and not make people wear masks and whatever and i'm not going to go political but we were stuck inside with ourselves for an extended time And literally at this point, people are like a dying star, just imploding on themselves. They go, Mm. I can't live with myself. So I am going to go out and cause a huge commotion as a distraction for me. And I would rather risk my health than live with myself, is basically what I'm seeing. I would rather go out and wreak havoc than deal with myself because I hate living in my own head is what I'm seeing what it seems like to Mm me that's not everyone there are definitely people going out there and making a huge difference and making an impact and doing amazing work but it's just people like who are throwing their groceries because someone asked them to put a piece of cloth over their face that's not about the Mm -hmm. mask that's not about the groceries that's not that (laughs) is about a person not dealing with their own mental health that is about somebody not addressing How frenzied they feel inside that we're going to have a meltdown like a three-year-old in a public place. Like, you've gone so far away from listening to your inner voice and giving yourself what you need that you're acting out like that. Like, that's what we're seeing. And uh, unfortunately... You know, social media and everything fuel that fire.
0: Yeah, there's a beauty and a curse to it. Oh, it really yeah. truly is. You can connect. It,
1: it, you can use it for good and connect with people. Or you can just use it for exactly the opposite. And you mm-hmm. have to be mindful when it's draining you. That would be my message to everyone. Just be mindful when you're scrolling how it's making you feel. If your shoulders are in your ears, if you stopped breathing, put, put your... Fucking phone down and yes, and and take a break because it's not good for you. Like that's not good for you.
0: <laughs> no, but so true. I was I was also talking about the body language book and this and that. Yeah. And like we notice and observe body language on other people, but like sometimes on ourselves. And I constantly say that when I'm teaching classes, and it's like yoga mixed with stretch. Yeah, so I want to do that not,
1: sometime. Please, I really want. I would come. love to have you. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's been really incredible. I'm so grateful to my girlfriend who is kind of. Allowed me to come into her space that she created with Free Heart Fitness, but it's also taught me this big, long time coming thing that's just been inside me that I've always wanted to do because I'm a person. Same. And yeah. I, when I get really excited, I, I'll talk really fast, and I can hear me on the playback when I'm editing the episodes that I'll I'll stutter or I uh, 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 repeat something because <laughs> I get super excited and I lean forward and I'm engaged, but which is good, you yeah. know, that's a good observation to have. But it's also about like rolling your shoulders back, sitting down, taking. A deep breath in and a moment and really thinking and collecting your words and see how my voice is absolutely different than it just was five seconds ago. Right,
1: I think it's cute. I like that. Get animated though, girl. You got to get fired. She's passionate. She's passionate. (laughs) I like
0: that. Yes. Uh, yeah, but, we're, but we do. We have to observe not only others, but more importantly, ourselves. Yeah,
1: always coming back to yourself. I think I posted yesterday um, exactly that. I'm paraphrasing, but it was like, start with you get right with yourself and then you can go out and be in the world but if you're not right with yourself you can't help anybody you can't do anything
0: and you're gonna throw your groceries when yes, you're gonna
1: is. throw your groceries at someone yeah literally <laughs> so in, so
0: to in, go back to it yeah in my <laughs>
1: session with thomas the one day i said how do i do this and he said oh i just i do a teacher training and I was like, oh, well, great. And I said, but do I have to have my master's first in psychology? And he yeah, said, no. Yeah. <laughs> he said, not Is to- it going to take me 12 years <laughs> <to get laughs> Yeah, there. I said to him, should I check back in five years when I am have a PhD? And he said, no, you're just simply teaching the therapeutic modalities of the paradox process. Gotcha. There are a few ways of saying it that are make it not overly complex because really what it is when you start doing the work it's insanely simple Mm -hmm. it's an emotional technology or you can say it's a command language for the brain so i like to explain it to friends that it's some sort of hybrid between mantra meditation but quick within like a minute and kind of in your brain looking at a computer keyboard okay because you use all these different keys they literally call them keys um, that thomas developed with his colleague roger they created the paradox process together to lessen your emotional charge to an experience images in your head a situation emotions Mm -hmm. whatever it is i'll lead you through one here in a bit but you basically use these different keys like there's one called anxiety clear to clear anxiety about something and you basically talk to yourself and listen to yourself for a a minute and input these different keys depending on what your issue is and then you check Mm -hmm. back in and see if the emotional charge has decreased now in your Mm -hmm. sessions with him he'll it's more interactive but this is work you can do on your own it's teachable work that I now I'm halfway through the program learning to teach people how to handle themselves in a healthy way yeah
0: (laughs) and and it's great though too that it's one minute long because in my mind I'm thinking you know when we get the most frustrated is when we're waiting in a line oh yeah and I think that's a great time if you if it's something that's internal I think that would be a great time to be able to kind of walk yourself through that or for people that are on public transportation like that's a great time to just take your take a minute
1: you can do it for as long as you want but like i start the day by doing one minute of one called detach clear and you detach from all of your needs real and perceived and then i do a minute of affirm clear which is just positive affirmations and you can go as long as you want. You will also want to go back in and keep doing them if you're still if you're at like a 10 and you need to yeah. to calm yourself down. The amount of keys is endless and there are other practices like the one they based the whole paradox process on with the mantra accept the unacceptable and mm. people would meditate on that for 8 hours a day. He was working with people suffering from addiction, especially like heroin and stuff, and they were realizing this isn't working. These traditional modalities. You know why do people get addicted to things? What, what, how do we handle the urges? And they developed this language for the brain so that you could safely dialogue with yourself and kind of realize why you're feeling this way, where it's coming from, and how to how to get back to who you really are without the use of drugs and yeah. addictive substances. So that was where it all started. And it started with this meditation. They were like, well, people can't just sit around like Tibetan monks and meditate for eight hours a day. As lovely as that would be, people are not going to do that. Right. So what's a way that we can... Even hit-
0: in quarantine.
1: <laughs> we could now. Yeah, we could right now. And yeah. I have done a longer, a lot of longer meditations mm. thanks to COVID quarantining. But yeah. that's where it started. And, and so there are meditations like that within the process but they're on a cafeteria of things where you can pick what what's needed at any given time but like you were saying sitting in a line oh my gosh sitting somewhere getting agitated with someone that you can't escape from in a moment or being in an uncomfortable situation at work or out in public, you said like on the subway, that's the perfect time to utilize. I mean, the grocery store is so stressful now. It's the perfect time to utilize this. Nobody knows you're doing it. You're just doing it in your head. You're just having this little dialogue for 60 seconds or whatever and that's when i do my best that's when everybody does their best work when you can get it out in the field in the world and you're doing the mm. practice and you're doing the work you realize you know you become a less reactionary person and and much it's just about creating basically mindful moments and 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 not giving your power away to situations or idiotic people <laughs> you're just you're not right. reacting you're not getting caught up in the nonsense um in my group that i lead Every week, Um, we have about 15 of us that I lead everybody through the exercises. Which I need to
0: join. Yeah,
1: yeah, please come whenever you can. And the door is always open. I just lead everybody through the work and we pick and choose a couple, you know, based on the issues people are going through and... It's been very gratifying to watch people be able to take charge of their life and, and also to be able to catch themselves. That's when the difference happens when you catch yourself reacting. Yeah. When you go, oh, I got engaged in this fight on the internet. I realized that I was reacting mm-hmm. and maybe I could just be a little more calm and <laughs> that it doesn't, yeah. it's not worth giving my energy to. Yeah.
0: Oh, for sure. I, I talked to Doug about that a lot specifically because I come from a reactionary family. I, lo- so do I love I. my family. <laughs> I mean I but I definitely come from a reactionary family. So it just it's programmed mm-hmm. in us. But looking at the two of us now though, and being in our thirties. Yeah. Truly, it was a half a lifetime ago. So right. we've developed into a completely different person, but that still was the basis. That was the premise of the yeah. beginning and and as calm and wonderful, I love when someone says to me, like, when was the last time you checked in, that you went to yoga class, or when was the last time you meditated, mm-hmm. which is hard when you have a really busy schedule, unlike right now, but <laughs> yeah. noticing that and noticing that people can tell that my, I, I become like, jam- <laughs> rammy jammy is what my mom used to call it. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's not a fun place to be. No. For anybody to receive it or for you to be there personally.
1: Yeah, and and there's a stigma attached to therapeutic modalities and therapy that I hate because like you said, it just nobody wants to feel that way. And when people who hate no. themselves a lot, which is a lot of us, and hate how they feel are resistant to something that can help, it is very it makes That's when, that's when (laughs) Teresa kicks in and she gets frustrated that people aren't taking her, but, you know, and that's when I have to be like detached, they're on their own journey, let it go, you know, but I also want to help remove the stigma attached to that. This is not laying on the couch crying about shit that your neighbor Mm -hmm. did to you when you were seven or stuff that your parents put you through or, you know a horrible bully at school. This is not you can go there if you want to and maybe it'll pop up on its own. But this is about dealing with why am I feeling so agitated right now? Like why am I so frustrated with right why why am I determined to sabotage my own happiness? there's a good one wow, you know, yeah, like, like, right? like no what?
0: it's so funny that you say it like that because I'll re I will notice I'll say something in a class that I don't even plan to say and then I'm like oh that was a good one and I'll, aud- I'll audibly <laughs> comment that I just came up with that off the cuff
1: <laughs> you're like good job yeah good job, that's Susie. good <laughs> hey you deserve take a victory lap that's where the nuggets of no, the wisdom comes out. I love you that know? you call
0: that too. I call them my gold, my golden tickets are like my little nuggets of joy. Yep, yeah. Yep.
1: We all want that Maya Angelou Oprah coffee table book of our greatest quotes. Yes. <laughs> We're gonna yeah. be in there. Oh yeah. yeah. I got a long I got a long way to go, but I'm gonna get there.
0: <laughs> I know mine's maybe a chapter at this. Time.
1: I have found maybe two good quotes, <laughs> one of which we say in our class whenever somebody does an exemplary job of not engaging or 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 moving past an issue or they've let go of some emotional charge we always say oh you levitated above the bullshit good job and so we have our little hashtag latbs levitate above the bullshit so (laughs) oh i love that though yeah yeah that's what we're all trying to do just levitate above the bullshit
0: Hey friends quick little break here head on over to Apple podcast and subscribe to this channel so you always get the episodes downloaded right to your phone when they launch. If you have a moment and you could also rate the show or even give it a review I'd love to hear your thoughts and it truly helps me out. So thank you for that in advance and enough plugging on my end let's get back to the episode.
1: People just love to throw white noise, and I do. Social media is the only platform we all have right now because we're not actually together um, for human interaction, which sucks because I think social media is worse. You know, real human interaction people sometimes check themselves before they wreck themselves, you know, but on sure. social media they can just they don't there are no repercussions. They just lash out and there's and so
0: much filter too. Yeah. There's so much filter and I keep talking about that as well. Yeah, there was someone I was following the other day, I forget who it was, and she was saying, I just know my angles and I want you to always know this and I want to be as authentic as possible on here that I will show you like she's a bodybuilder and she's yeah. like, I'll show you this. And she shows you like the picture. It's it's the girl that just won the challenge. She has it on her Instagram and she's like, has one picture of her in one way. And then immediately she's like, this wasn't a different day. This isn't a before and after shot. Like I'm literally bloated today.
1: Yeah. I saw that. I think it's the same girl that I thought. I shared one of her things. It shows like her stretch marks and stuff and the one mm-hmm. photo. And then in the other one, she looks like super hot and you're yep. like, same day, different angle, different lighting. And you're yep. like, yep, yep.
0: But I love that she does that, and I, I've oh. been trying to do that a little bit more too with like the raw. And I'm I'm trying to get around to see if the audience of the podcast would like to see more live stuff. I mean, I right. would be down to do an oh, interview yeah, an live, live on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Joe
1: Wiley so. and I did one on her Instagram. We did. Oh a, yeah. yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, the yeah. makeup one, the unfiltered.
0: Yeah. Yes, the yeah. makeup one, an unfiltered. It's great. I think it's really good to get a dose of that because mm-hmm. right now we're all really craving human contact and we're yes. like trying to find it in so many different ways.
1: Yeah. This is great. This is awesome for me. I'm so glad we're chatting.
0: <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> it's Seriously. Good. And it's also crazy to like even it was so fun even to see you again and be able to do a show with you. Like I said as we had developed into these beautiful the beautiful women we are today and not physically, I'm, I'm talking about our auras.
1: But girl, you also hot, so like... I we you're all- girl, you're <laughs> gorgeous, you're gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, heck, we were
0: way cuter now than we were. When we were um, yeah, let's talk about no, that. No, I, I know we were very cute kids. We I'm got just saying, better like, with age. We got lucky. Yes. <laughs> we, yeah, like a, like a nice red wine. Yes. <laughs>
1: That's what we need right now, yes.
0: Yes, yes, uh, I know. I talk about balance of that all the time. I think there's so much you got to talk about with... Uh, balance with fitness balance with
1: what Oh my you god. Eat. Yeah, 80/20. Sometimes 65. I just said that this morning. I thought <laughs> yes. that you said that. 80/20. 80, 20. 80, 20.
0: I say this all the time. 80% good food, nutritious, 20% whatever the heck you want. Mm-hmm. Um 80% being plugged into your phone doing the work, doing the social media that you need to do for whatever you're trying to produce content wise. Yes. 80% unplugged.
1: Yeah. Like That's my downfall. I would say that Craig gets, he goes, you have been working all day. Stop unplug yeah <laughs> that's my that's my Doug does
0: that to me too but thank god we have them to check us yeah
1: yeah because I'm like you're right and, and I get frenzied and I'm like oh my god I have to do this and this and I need to respond to this person and you know the, everything and then all of a
0: sudden your shoulders are up high yes. and your chest is deep and all the good work that you did for yourself that day is out right. the window right yes.
1: and Craig's like you need to check out they'll still be there later or tomorrow you can respond to that email in the morning relax and watch a movie and I'm like oh yeah you're right (laughs) yeah
0: and taking that exhale and how beautiful the exhales of life can be oh my
1: god yes do you have the calm app at all have you used it
0: no it's like a
1: meditation app and she has great meditations and great stories on there there's sleep stories and there's an SOS emergency calm when you're in the middle of like an anxiety attack or anything
0: wow yeah Um, I only did mindful the mindful
1: similar similar there's a few and they're all excellent the one that I just have is calm and on there there's a quote she puts a quote of the day after you finish your 10 minute daily meditation and one that comes up a lot is there's so much you can learn from an exhale, and you just said that. Uh, I was like, "That's exactly yes. what you're saying, and that's exactly true." You know, yeah. So much, physically, so much. mentally, emotionally, about yourself, about how you're reacting to the world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you on all of the things, yes. and I also want to tell you this cute story. My family's at, at the beach in Wildwood without me, and I'll never forget. I have to tell my mom that we met today because. And you're saying the finer things like self-love self-care you're a girl who knows how to self-love and self-care and like i said earlier with like the finer things club it's good to treat yourself and my mom i'll never forget my mom said i my catherine and i went to the blue pig at congress hall in cape may and we saw these two women and they looked so gorgeous they were just out together for a late afternoon having champagne and oysters and we walked by and they were dressed so well and you could tell they were just there to like have and create a nice experience for themselves and she said and it was Stassi and her mom it was Kelly and Stassi and I said oh my god yes I said yeah. of course those queens were living the best life like,
0: right and, and funny funny enough you have to know that actually my I call him my uncle but he was a good friend of my mom's they went to art school together that's he right works there. isn't he
1: works there yes So
0: we only go to like see him, but I'm, I could live on oysters and champ and bubbles. I say that all the time. Like give me, yes. I could live on oysters and bubbles, which probably makes me sound super fancy, but it's just, I think it's like enjoying the finer things in life. And to me, bubbles and oysters is really a treat. It truly is. And people are like, well, what about like chocolate and whatever your treat is? I'm just saying. (laughs) Whatever that is
1: for you. Yeah. Congratulations! If yeah. that's a donut, good
0: job. If like, that's the donut. Yeah. That's so sweet of your mom. I remember running into them, and we were like, "What are the odds? Like, we're not even in like anyone's not hometown. No like one's hometown. A yeah, yeah. It's so funny."
1: As we said, life is about balance. Right. That's everything. Every everybody needed to foster a pet and 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 learn a new skill and do Duolingo. That was like the, that was like the COVID like right. prerequisite, like COVID bingo. What did you do during quarantine?
0: Yeah, <laughs> and I remember I remember I used to tell Doug, <laughs> I said I always wanted to have like a bilingual child because I think it's going to help them learn so well. So yes. here's here's Stasi's grand idea is. I'm going to learn Spanish while I'm pregnant. And everyone's like, what? <laughs>
1: what? I love that.
0: How are you going to learn Spanish while, like, being a human and then also growing a human? Like, you no money. it's
1: possible
0: I almost want to do it just to like prove everybody wrong and now I'm saying I want you to
1: (laughs) I'm gonna back you on this and say that it is possible and if anyone can do it you can do it I believe in this (laughs) anything is possible for sure talking about anything being possible I mean literally the whole thing with having to come back and do this show and not really wanting to because we were losing money we were losing $2,000 by doing it basically, And, and just kind of feeling bad about manifesting an alternate reality, but really wanting to just push it back. And so I kind of worked on that with Thomas here and talk about, you know, watching miracles happen. If you can let, let go of your ego and your attachments to seeing things play out the way you want to, and just kind of trust always that the universe um, has your back, you, anything will happen. I have seen it now that I've really been engrossed in working this process and, 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 and being able to let go of my ego and, and, and detach from my expectations and just trust the plan and get really good about really visualize, like doing the work of visualization mm. every day for mm-hmm. just like a minute or two and just throwing it out to the world and be like, okay, this is what we're working on. This is where, this is the goal. This is the plan. Is you know, and occasionally them. checking back in with that list. The universe is funny because it took it down to the wire. We were supposed to open. That day and they came in and said, We're not opening. And I went, I just started laughing. Cause this is like that's the
0: third your, That's time so your now. energy though. I love that you literally started laughing. Because I, I wouldn't have expected you to react any other way. Yeah. That's so like, funny.
1: I was like, okay, universe, I really don't have to do this. but I'm just that's I that's all I'll say. I believe, I trust, the uh, like I'm on a safe path. This is fine. And then it just delivers at zero hour and I yeah, just right. laughed and I was like again at the moment I started to be a doubting Thomas thank you <laughs> and at least well at least
0: you liked your cast and everything too it's a small cast
1: oh yeah I know yeah. I love so like everybody. at least you guys everybody. were
0: able to be in an environment that seems semi-controlled very safe and, and everything got to they did... do your craft for like a second again you know yeah be yeah, able to yeah. be artistic. I was like,
1: do I sing still? <laughs> I said to Craig, I said, I don't know if I know how to perform anymore.
0: <laughs> it's said, like it's riding like a like bike though. It really is. I laugh about oh that God, yeah. too because I have to tell you this really briefly. Like I had done, my last show was in 2018 in yeah. and we closed in the beginning of November. So it was pretty much the end mm-hmm. of the year, right? And I mm-hmm. went and I was auditioning the next year. And then that was when I kind of had this click realization Hey, I love all the stuff that I did. I hit a lot of the lily pads as I always called it getting to my island of what I considered success was and yeah, didn't do Broadway, but like I think I'm okay with that. I think yeah, I think I'm, I've been I'm granted also okay with it. yeah, and I was like I think I'm okay with that. And it was the first time yeah. that I made that realization and I was like, well, n- well now I have this wonderful human being in my life who moved here and he moved here for me to pursue this dream in New York long story short. And basically I came to the realization that I wanted to come home at night and cook dinner and sit on the couch and be with our dog. (laughs) Yes. And so I was like, okay, that's cool. Recognize that. And I wanted to be on a more traditional path. So my point is though, is right before I was about to start my new job with the company Mm -hmm. that I was working for as a liquor sales rep, which started in like winter of last year. I found myself Mm -hmm. in this weird predicament where a buddy of mine was like, hey, they're looking for a Val in a chorus line for a wonderful theater company. It was an equity contract. I was like, you're kidding me. Like literally the
1: one one role.
0: And I was like this one role that I love so much and I've been wanting to do for so long that I am honestly, truly starting to get too old to play her. And so I was like, oh. Talking about brushing it off and like so, I hadn't really done anything vocally to prepare, dance to prepare, probably since like maybe April, and this was yeah. in October, November. Mm-hmm. Girl, it came, mm-hmm. it came right back, like all of it. You know, it all comes right the heck back. So my my point yeah. is like, it's a bicycle, and I even think now, like three years from now, if someone asks me to audition for something, I'm still singing, I'm still moving, I'm not like. Yeah. yeah, it's all there.
1: Well, and you have to flex that creative muscle a little bit too. You know, you have to – these other jobs, like we were saying, finding that we are good at other things other than theater. Now, not everyone will find that. Some people will be like, I'm right. a one-stop shop. I am not a jack of many <laughs> trades. I am just a master of one. Theater is it. But then for some of us, we're like, well, we want to have a – I want, I want to be creatively fulfilled. I want to feel like I'm helping people and I want to be financially abundant as well. Right. So that's not really going to happen in musical theater.
0: No. Like, yeah. Sorry.
1: I've seen the top. I've seen what it looks like and you're still in debt and you still live in yep. New York. You're still grinding it out. Your life is still hard. Yes. And when that show closes, you are right back with everybody else and It's just right back on the streets.
0: Yeah, I've literally called. Very
1: thankless. Yeah, yeah. So. I don't know and this is what I you know learned during quarantine like I don't I still you know like you said performing will always be there it's always going to be a part of what we do yeah but it also can be a part of what we do in our other jobs that are more lucrative and financially fulfilling yes um and and still giving us some creative satisfaction and we don't have to kill ourselves for pennies it's also kind of right it's hard knowing your worth my friend Tyler made a beautiful post Actors are already, we're already really self-deprecating, and we're already really hard on ourselves, and we're already our own toughest critics. Stop with the narrative, like companies, saying you're replaceable. We already know that. We already feel like crap anyway. Start valuing and respecting the fact that each of us has something different to offer, Mm. and everybody has something worthwhile that we're not just cattle yeah
0: and, and they call it a cattle not, call which is so funny they
1: call it a cattle call which now is so gross to me yeah because they you literally you, you were treated like an animal people go you should be this was what was happening when a couple of us got like contracts in the middle of the pandemic mm. you should be grateful to have the job was the statement oh god. Like, yeah but I'm not no yeah I'm not grateful to put my health at risk, and lose two grand. No, I'm sorry, I'm not grateful. Yeah. If somebody really wants to perform that badly, I will Take give it. them my contract.
0: Take it. Yeah.
1: Take it. Take it. Because, and and some people do need that. And I want them to be able to pay their bills, and I want them to be able to do their craft and practice their art form it's such it it, such a challenging position to be in to have something that you know people wish they had but also not want that thing and it's just you have to I just think everybody needs to people need to I don't know respect artists more and People, artists need to, In the the way that starts is with you inside. Respect ourselves more. We need to respect ourselves more as artists, which comes back to everything we're talking about. Take care of yourself first. Keep your integrity. Know that you're not just replaceable. I think that is an old adage that needs to go away Mm -hmm. because that's the opposite of what we're trying to say. Yeah, we
0: find ourselves in these situations all the time. I remember chatting about this like, when I was in college it was like look to your left look to your right only one of you will graduate so it's immediately competitive then before that and then I had then I did a year there and then I went down to Disney and I was working for Disney and because I was hired at first as a performer so I was dancing in the shows mostly as myself and then every once in a while I was you know in a parade as whatever and yeah so it's different but what I was gonna say is they constantly said we were repl- replaceable, and then the minute that we were gonna transfer and all leave and go to California, they were like, "Well, it'll lessen the quality of the show if you leave." So it's like, so it's there's all these random things, right. and then and then you have all this whole this whole mindset. I remember going to my co- my conservatory, and they were telling you like, "Well, what's uniquely different about you?" And I was like, "I don't know," and I don't mean to say this in a bad way, but I'm like. I'm a triple threat white blonde. There I'm a dime a freaking dozen. Right. Literally. And and I know that we're all going through these moments right now where we're talking about so many movements and I don't I don't want to get overtly public or or political with with that. So I'm not going to dive into it, but just not realizing that I was still unique. It took me a really long time and a lot of self-care and a lot of self-love and and then accepting the love that I deserve mm-hmm. to understand that the authentic me is great, and so is the authentic everyone else. If, and I should celebrate everybody mm-hmm. that gets the job over me, and yep. my time will come, and then my time comes, and they're there celebrating me. And we need to work on elevating each other a bit more as opposed to being pinned against one another.
1: Yeah. It's something we go through in my class every week, and with Thomas, and in the Monday nights that he does, it is so much easier to say all the negative shit about ourselves. It is. You can go for hours talking mm. about everything that's wrong with you, everything you hate. They ask you, Stasi, what's unique about you? And you go, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know the believe same it. Thing. You said My that and spot, I thought, what, what makes me unique? And I'm like, well, certainly not that I have red hair now because everyone's dyeing their hair red. So it doesn't matter. Everything's is natural. Mine is natural, but I can't go around with a sign saying I've always been a redhead. You know, like <laughs> mine's real. Um, it's like, you know, you. this is work that we do. This is work that everyone should be doing. What is unique about you? I make people write down, as per the paradox process, you write down 10 wins in your life. And you add mm. to that every day with like one or two more, and you post it somewhere that you can see it. And every day you look at those wins and you say they, they can be small. They can be I won like a gratitude
0: journal in a way. Oh yeah,
1: I won a door prize at a polka contest or something, which <laughs> I did at my. I love the
0: specifics. I was okay. like, where is the specific Whatever it is,
1: or from? or you graduated college. You know, a feat in yes. and of itself. And. You write those down and then you pick one that feels strong I call it I call it the a patronus exercise because you pick one then and then you tap you close your eyes and you tap into the feelings that you had when you had that victory in your life. and you, mm. what you're doing is you're building up goodwill and a resourceful state of mind to create a more positive Uh, outlook on your life and to realize you had all these bright spots in your life, you will have more and it works really well. If you're having a really shitty day, you just close your eyes, you can go to that place and feel those feelings. A lot of people when I guide this sort of visualization, they cry and when we're you know, we do a minute and a half and they're crying when we open their eyes and and they're like, I felt like so accomplished. I felt so much relief. I felt so happy. You know, you go back to when you were happy and you close your eyes and you go, Wow, that was a real and you just created that feeling again for yourself, right in the moment, yeah. in the middle of a shitty day. And it's possible. And so it's important to, yeah, like you said, we can say negative stuff all the time, but no, do, do a little exercise like that every day and you'll realize you have a lot to offer. You're very unique mm. and, and there's a lot of wonderful things that have happened and will continue happening in your life. Right. And I mean, it yeah. can be tiny, 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 tiny stuff. I'm really good at making an ice cream sundae, like whatever it is. That's really
0: good. I, that's like great food for thought. And Oh, yeah. In the midst of being vulnerable and in the midst of me putting myself even in a raw position because I always tell people to do that, if you want to guide us through something that people can kind of join along with as they're listening today and I have never done this before just so everybody knows so whatever process you want to take us through. She's um, a
1: newbie.
0: I'm a total newbie so I'm going to do this vulnerable moment and I hope that you join us.
1: Let's do, I'm going to set a timer here on my Fitbit, and I'm going to guide you through a basic one called feeling clear. Okay. So I'm going to ask you, first of all, is there a situation or an emotion that you're carrying with you today that has the most, has a, has a strong emotional charge? This can be a positive one. Usually it's a negative one. Um, whether you're anxious about something, whether you're stressed about finances, whether you're um worried about someone's health or your own anything and everything. I'm going to give you a couple seconds. When you think of it, let me know. You don't even have to tell me. It's like a card trick. Don't tell me. Just think of the number. <laughs> you got it? Mm-hmm. Okay. So... I want you to hold on to that emotion and feel it in your, in, hold it in your conscious. Do you want to share what the word is, what the feeling is?
0: I could definitely say that in the past it probably could have been negative and I had a really busy day, so my word actually is joyful. And joyful. I know okay. that's a little, you know, on the opposite realm, but I'm really joyous today. I was, I, there, I, there was a lot of good things and I can't take the smile off my face today. So good. It's,
1: good. It's where I'm well, at. Well, that's that's great. Now, the nice thing is kind of about clearing, we don't want to get rid of the joy, but when you clear emotions, it's good to get to a neutral place away from the highs as well, because then there can be a really intense crash, of course. You go, oh Mm -hmm. my God, yesterday was so great, and now I hate today. I have nothing planned. I have nothing to do. Everything's a slog, whatever. For anyone listening, um, we'll use anxiety. I will just say a great one. If you're angry, anger, fear, frustration, anticipation, excitement, joy, um, whatever it is, we're going to go in now. On a scale of 1 to 10, what would you say your level of yours is happy, so joy. What level of joy would you be at a 10? Yeah.
0: No, yeah. and then maybe not a 10, but I would definitely I give myself an 8. I had a really emotional week, so I think today I'm just really I'm really joyful. I'm grateful. I'm appreciative. It's Good. so the joy is just there today. And Good. like you said emotional it could
1: crash. Emotional was it difficult this week?
0: Yes, very. Okay.
1: Okay. So what we want to do it's kind of clear any residual stress and just kind of acknowledge that there was pain and there was stress there and get to a place where we're just really level really relaxed really peaceful so you're going to do and I will give a couple examples um, but I'm gonna do them with anxiety so say why am I feeling anxious and you'll say, and you'll say, feeling clear. And, you, and then you listen a little bit and say, I'm, I'm anxious because I'm worried about the health of my friends and family. Sure. Feeling clear. I want you, Stassi, to go into what was holding you back from feeling this joy before? Feeling okay. clear. Why was I resistant to feeling this happy earlier? Feeling clear. Great. Um, how did I stop myself? Okay. So go into those. You're going to do this in your head. Feeling clear is the key you're going to give yourself at the end of every statement or question. And you can ask yourself and you can let it talk back. And then we're going to come in for a round two. We're going to see where the heightened emotions are on the zero to 10 scale, then, and then we'll go from there. But yeah, we'll clear any residual resistance from before and we'll let you feel really happy, peaceful, joy by the end of it. All right? Love, so close love. your eyes. Okay. Feeling clear after each one, and go. A minute how did that feel
0: good it made me really recognize like why why I wasn't joyful this week and mm-hmm. what what anxiety to play off of anyone who is choosing that what anxieties I was feeling like that I couldn't mm-hmm. feel that beautiful joy and and like of course because I always talk about how emotional I am like my eyes are teared up because I had I had a rough week and yeah and there's just there's a lot of stuff coming up I'm about Mm -hmm. to lose my person that I mean all of us right now are confined with and I'm losing him to going into basic training and I'm you know moving out of the city and I'm saying goodbye to this chapter in my life and I'm living for free at a like a location that's not even my own and yeah. Dealing with my dog and you know, like just dealing with life and figuring out our next jobs, you know? Yeah. There's a That's lot. That's a lot. Girl, a you lot got a couple things.
1: things going on. Sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: But I did find joy and it's like feeling clear, saying that at each one. Why well, did I not, yeah. not feel joyful because blank, feel clear? Yeah. yeah. And you
1: can even say, I'm very grateful for this joy that I feel right now, feeling clear. I want it to continue feeling clear. clear. I don't want to feel afraid again, feeling clear. So let's go in and there's a lot of, not to project anything, but there's a lot of very scary things coming up. So I want you to kind of sit that fear across from you in your mind because um, I'd say that fear might be the emotion that popped up Probably. second, correct? Okay, yep. um, and that's what happens when doing this work is you're uncovering layers of an onion, right? <sighs> is what I like to say. And so you peeled the first layer off today. You're very happy, and that's wonderful. You had a lot of anxiety earlier in the week. Why was that? What's causing agitation? What stopped you from being happy all the time? You know, we're human. We're not going to be happy all the time. But what stopped you from experiencing more joy? And now as you unveil these layers upon layers, you realize there's a lot of emotions underneath. And the mind likes to distract and divert us. The mind likes to create problems where there are none because it's not letting you listen to the root of what's really going on. Your mind... If you're not actively trying to create something positive, you better believe your brain is is absolutely working to create a negative situation for you. So, this work, doing this work literally repatterns your brain, reprograms your thought process, puts new grooves into your mind to divert from your brain automatically going to the negative. So, we'll go back in there on this next round, and I want you to imagine fear I'm kind of doing a hybrid of two exercises now, but imagine the fear sitting across from you. See what it looks like. Whether it's the guy from Inside Out or whatever the anger guy is, like my anger guy is like the guy from Inside Out. I
0: love, <laughs> um, or, I love or, Inside or, Out. I talked about that on on so one of my good. episodes. I love we that We just again. watched
1: it last week again. It's, it's so, so good. good. So uh, picture it. Give it a face. Give it a give it an outfit. Give it a look. Give it a voice. And I want you to dialogue with that feeling of fear and say why are you here feeling clear what am I afraid of feeling clear and see what it says and go back and forth and after each statement and each question whatever it is say feeling clear after each one and if, if, if it's talking or if you're talking okay and feeling clear after each one and go a minute
0: how did that feel good good did it's you... all yeah it's all huh? stuff that i feel like i stuff that i all know i feel like
1: yeah
0: um but to direct it and to focus on it for a mere minute i can share, <laughs> I share? Yeah, go, go ahead and share <laughs> yeah. if you
1: feel comfortable and also i want to know if you gained any insights or if like I think your fear was also. It's funny because when you know some things at a ten, there are other things that are probably also almost at a ten. You know, fear is probably up there. Has that dropped down at all after communicating?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, the fear. I mean, I'm definitely calmer too. Like the huge smile. Like the my jaw was like hurting today because that's how much I've been smiling. That's so good. Though. I'm definitely more relaxed. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the fear is definitely. It's it's she's up there. It was uh-huh. actually not a guy, because at first I was, like, totally seeing the inside out cameras. The characters. guy from, yeah. <gasps> <laughs> all, all, f- all five of them, but, um, yeah, I think that what is beautiful about about, let me even just touch base on the show Inside Out. What's beautiful about it is they had all their separate uh, memory banks. Remember, they were all the separate memory yep. banks. And then what they realized as as the character was going through puberty as she was starting to develop more emotions, all... that they were combined. <laughs> yeah. So that much joy comes with that much sadness. That much yeah. joy comes with that much disgust or fear or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So to speak on behalf of that, I I have a lot of things that I guess I've been pushing off. We all have. We all have. Yeah, because of quarantine, you know, it's like we can be joyous about so many wonderful things, but because of quarantine, we've also been in a safe zone by getting a consistent paycheck and not having to worry for once and and doing all these wonderful things. I mean, thank God we have that because it helped us with self-help in different ways, but going back into the unknown and and what's my next job and the fear of like not getting something as wonderful as what I had before and the fear of having specific conversations that I'm going to be forced to have that are confrontational going back home and Mm -hmm. the fear of being like as much as I love my family but like family can be invasive and not being able to say no to them
1: adult children should not live with their adult parents is always (laughs) something i love to echo and that's why craig and i left and went to florida because we were like we can't be with my parents we can't be with your parents we have to go be alone and that's totally do not feel guilty about that and it is hard Girl, I know when we come, when you come back to Lancaster, suddenly the social calendar is filled with family obligations. Everyone is at the beach right now. I am watching a dog. I'm watching two houses. I'm watching two housefuls of plants. I'm feeding fish. I have a full time job caring for everyone else's stuff. I'm bringing in the mail. I'm bringing in the garbage. I'm taking out the garbage. I'm checking the phones. I'm checking on other people, making sure they're doing the insurance work good. Like that ah. is all. That is a valid concern, but something that Thomas says that I love, at worst, you do not know the future, at worst. At best, it is going to exceed your wildest expectations, so let's plan for that, right? Mm -hmm. So let's work towards that. I want to do one final round and get that fear down. What would you say that is at a zero to ten right now?
0: Uh, because we've resurfaced it, I'd probably give it a solid six. It's not yeah. as
1: it goes up. definitely, yeah, it's definitely
0: more at a six. Not, <sighs> not aggressive, but definitely not as low as it was prior.
1: Yeah, because you got a little objective. You gave it, t- you gave it space to speak. Now kind of what we like to do is go in and kind of deplete it and just exhaust it so that it doesn't hold an emotional charge for you, that you can think about these things coming up. And it's funny because you said a confrontational conversation, You're premeditating Mm -hmm. that your conversation is going to be confrontational. Confrontational. Let's, now, you may be correct, but let's say that it's also going to exceed your expectations and it's going to go a lot better than you even think that it will. So Mm -hmm. we'll remove the concept of it being confrontational and have it be a very communicative, very safe conversation that you have to have, you know? It, yes. it, it it may not be confrontational. It's funny how we realize when we start to do this work, we realize we're premeditating things. We're setting up for a fight a lot of the time. We're getting ready to be reactionary but you can get really objective you can when you start getting objective with yourself and your own emotions you realize oh i can i can apply this to other people like you said we come from reactionary families you may not be able to teach them all the things of the paradox process in one afternoon but when you start leading by example things start to shift you start to call in more positive interactions and experiences into your life and you also become more detached from the negatives. So the confrontational conversation, it may only be one-sided confrontationally. If you're doing this work, you won't need to be confrontational and you won't feel emotionally charged. You won't start to cry or get angry. You can just step back and go, I understand that you're feeling emotional about this. That's okay. I am just gonna protect myself, take care of myself. I'm being objective about this. This isn't, I don't want this to be, make anyone uncomfortable. And you yeah. get, you can get objective with people who, you, you know, like the lady throwing her groceries. You, <laughs> she's going to do what she's going to do, but you can just take a step back and say, okay, I re- like I see you, but I'm not going to engage in that. Engage. Okay. Yeah. So let's do one last round on yeah. your fears. And I want you to d- ask yourself, what am I really afraid of? and kind of go into that question and also ask what the resistance is to letting go of fear. Why you still think you need to hang on to that. Okay? So get in yeah. there and ask why why am I af- why really why am I afraid feeling clear? Why am I resistant to letting go of this feeling feeling clear? So on and so forth. It'll guide you the rest of the way. You're doing awesome by the way. You're nailing this Thank work. Thank you. Yes, yeah, you're doing great. Yeah. Last minute. <laughs> Okay. And, and you're on the spot because we're recording this. Nobody else I has know, to record right? theirs. Yeah. Girl, uh, she's on a stage with her feelings. God bless. All right. Ready? Feeling clear after each one. And go. Great. minute how was that
0: balancing
1: yeah
0: yeah we came, to, because we
1: came to terms a little bit
0: sure sure and I also <laughs> then those terms also told me like just because you think that you wanted something and this was a safe haven realize that it not it, it wasn't nothing is a safe haven mm-hmm no job is going to be a safe haven. Sure, there are people that start a job and retire in that job, but no job's a safe haven. And just to say that you don't have a safe haven job doesn't mean that you're not going to have what you consider a successful life or a life with a specific amount of money or a life with a kid that has true happiness. I think mm-hmm. there's I think there's so much to be said, and I've constantly pointed out that the partner that I chose probably isn't – on paper what I ever thought that I wanted but he's everything that I need
1: yeah absolutely money
0: comes and goes
1: yeah
0: money comes and goes and being a chameleon to go back to what we're talking about with work Mm -hmm. being Mm a chameleon is only going to bring us success in life
1: yes and And here's the thing Stosh for you personally you're always up for the challenge you're no stranger to transition. This actually feels new and scary, but it's not new. This is <laughs> this is how you segue every chapter of your life in a big, grand, successful transition. So like I said, at worst, you don't know. At best, you're going to flourish. <laughs> you You already right. know this. You've already said this to yourself. You said nothing's a safe haven. Also right. saying everything's an opportunity to succeed. Every jumping point, every scary change is a new and exciting adventure for you. Nothing's Absolutely. a safe haven because you're not going to get complacent and be boring. That's that's why. And, and you know, there's no need to get stagnant. And you can trust that y- you're going the right. You know that you're going yeah. the right direction. Yeah. yeah. So, good. Thank
0: you so much. No, no, yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you. I'm like. Where are you at, at now? Zero to ten. Relaxed. Where are you at? Where are you at? Yeah, I'm. And the smile's coming back. I Go feel ahead. relaxed. I feel, like I said, I had an emotional week, and that doesn't just consist of negative thought. No, it it's just everything. It consists of a lot of different things coming yeah. my way and new information and consistent changes.
1: You're going through and, a lot.
0: Yeah, and we all are. You know, again, like so many people.
1: Of course, but everybody knows that everybody's only worried about herself. But you know, I'm saying (laughs) you are—you are going through life shifts, big, big life shifts. And you, you know, taking this time just now gave you—you gave yourself a little grace. You gave yourself a little time to be vulnerable, a little time to be gracious with yourself. It didn't get ugly, crying on a leather couch, but it—you acknowledge things you get objective about them, and it creates a space for you to just build more goodwill towards yourself, to do a little self-care, to set you up, to bring you more, it really raises your vibrations. If you're into that sort of thing, it raises your vibrations, it raises your frequency, it brings more positives to you. And yeah, we can't operate, like I said, at a 10 all the time. And like you said, it's not always positive or negative it's it's exhausting to just be emotional whether it's yeah. joy or anything. You get tired and you go, "Okay, that was great. Where can I go to a place where it's not highs and lows all the time or where can I and it's always in you. The nice thing about this work is you it's always there. There's always a center. There's always, you know, what you talk about in yoga and everything. There's always this peaceful core that you can revisit that goes, "Hey, you are safe." Everything yeah. is fine. You don't need a safe haven because wherever you are, you are the safe haven. Yeah. A, everything is temporary. That's good and that's bad. We're shifting. We're growing. You would be bored if you stayed there longer. You're going to make $80,000 elsewhere. You're going to make $180,000 <laughs> sure. somewhere else. You sure, know? sure. sure. That's it. So uh, good job. I'm proud Love of you. Love that. Awesome. No, you did great. thank
0: you. Thank yeah. you. And and for everyone that's listening that doesn't know you already, can we can you give us a breakdown of when you do your weekly sessions? Where we yeah, yeah, can yeah. find you via social media.
1: I am always posting um the paradoxprocess.org is starting up their Monday night classes. Pay what you can. Every Monday, they're beginning again, they took a summer break, but they will be every Monday through the year at 8pm and it's a Zoom meeting. And then I lead two Zoom sessions a week. You can just direct message me on Instagram or on Facebook and I will add you to the group. And we have a little Facebook messenger chat. I like will post a little inspirational quote. I also do a little love like, I say, hey, it's the new moon. We're going to do a minute of affirmations or whatever. Love a know? good new moon. Yeah, yeah We love yeah, it. Love the a new mo- moon. Or, hey, it's yeah. a full moon. Or like, hey, it- Mercury retrograde. So if you feel crazy, it's okay. Um, yes. But it's not like we don't get real woo-woo. You know, we're really just doing this like basically kind of meditation. work.
0: Where- <laughs> <laughs> It, love
1: it I mean I'd love to get real woo woo but I don't want people to be like are you like what are you doing over there
0: um, what, what juice are you drinking we're, yeah, right. we're yeah. really
1: just doing some guided quick meditations and therapeutic modalities to help us manage our emotions because you worked Perfect. through you worked through in three minutes probably three weeks of therapy sessions in just those three minutes of unearthing things that you weren't even letting yourself acknowledge and I saw the shift you're just like Huh. And it's yeah. amazing in three minutes how your body can go, oh, and you go, oh my God, I was holding on to so much. I'm so tired.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And it's so. a constant thing. Like, it's all that stuff, you know. So I go back to my mat or I find moments to do some stretches in the morning, oh, we love despite that. all the responsibilities and just a mm-hmm. check in, just to, like a 10 minute check in. And yep. heck, this is even better. It's a three minute check in. Yeah. Like, we all got time for that. We all yes. have time for that.
1: Yes, we do. So we do.
0: I absolutely loved having you on. I love you. Thank you for having me.
1: That was fun. No, truly.
0: It was so fun. I cannot wait to take class. I hope you all come and join class with us.
1: Yeah, please do. And I want to let
0: you know when I'm popping in too.
1: And let me know when you're doing your yoga stretch because I need more of that in my life always. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Yes. Yes, Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Yay, yay, (laughs) yay.
0: I really hope you got something out of that episode. Truly, it was a joy to get on with Teresa. We're actually going to do something new on the show called After Hours, and Teresa is going to be my first guest that we're going to do that with now that we've re-listen to the episode and we're going to chat about some highlights and put that on social media via video. So that'll be on our IGTV on Instagram and I'm going to be able to tag and link this episode in there. So be sure to check that out. I know it's always interesting for me when I'm listening to a podcast to see someone's face. So for those of you who don't know me personally, go and pop on over to my Instagram. Again, that's at rumor underscore in underscore St. Petersburg and again that is in the show notes. In other news I also just raised money for the domestic violence hotline. I'm so thrilled. Y'all I had on Zachary James on the show and it was absolutely incredible and vulnerable of him to talk about so much crisis. If you didn't listen to when crisis hits go ahead and download that episode and then I decided to do a yoga stretch hybrid class that I've been teaching and expand on that by sending 50% of the proceeds over to the domestic violence hotline and we raised now at this point when i first announced it it was a little bit less but i think we've raised just under $170 which that was great my goal was 125 so i'm i'm my expectations were exceeded i'm i'm thrilled i'm i'm joyous again as i said to <laughs> teresa earlier in the episode but I, I know there's so much going on and i i know that the world is so upside down and I'm going through a huge life change in this moment as you were exposed to, as I exposed you to with Teresa there just earlier. So again, taking these time, finding these little keys, be sure to find her, check her out. All the information to find and follow her is all in the show notes as well. And we are also working on making an actual soundtrack for the show. So I'm working with my girlfriend, Tina's boyfriend, Ryan, and he is helping me craft an intro and extra and I'm super thrilled about that because we'll have something a little bit more more the luxury of self-care, more the finer things club feel and I'm really thrilled to be working on that. I will be doing a poll of our final three just to see what you're all feeling and we'll vote and together we can kind of determine what the new show sound is going to be like. Can't wait for that. And just keep breathing, keep living. I'm so proud of all of you and thank you for listening. I will check in with you on Sunday. It'll be my, my last episode here in New York. So I'm going to be sure to put in my best for that episode. I love you all. Have a good rest of your week. I hope you enjoyed today's episode on the luxury of self-care. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to this channel on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. Feel free to give me a rating or possibly a review. I'd love to hear your feedback. If you have any ideas or any topics you would like to suggest, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Go and pop on over to Instagram and follow me at rumor underscore in underscore St. Petersburg. Yep, just like that universal film, Anastasia. Or you can like the Facebook page entitled The Luxury of Self-Care. On there, feel free to i message me, DM me, all of the above. Again, I'm always welcome and open to new ideas and new topics. This truly wouldn't be possible without you, my audience, and my listeners. So thank you again so much for your love and support. And as always, for tuning in. <laughs>